0: Hello, this is Felipe of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. What you're going to hear is a throwback episode of the Jilly Philly Power Hour. Uh, We have three episodes from there. Uh, It was an original concept for a podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, Stay tuned for more podcasts on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Just subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Enjoy this throwback episode of a podcast that I used to do. Bye.
1: Five, four, three, two.
0: Yeah. Here we are, like a star, shining bright on the world. Today, make
1: evil go away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm your basic average girl, and I'm here to save the world. You can't stop me, cause I'm Kim Possum. The Jilly Philly Power Hour, a podcast presented by WTBU Radio.
2: Welcome. That was very loud. I'm sorry for your poor ears. Welcome to the Jilly Philly Power Hour. Episode number one, I'm here. My name is Felipe. And I'm Jillian. Yes, I'm the Philly. I'm the
1: Jilly. <laughs>
2: and this is your new favorite podcast right <laughs> yeah of course so should we explain first who we are or what our podcast is
1: um let's do what our podcast is because that's what the listeners are here to know about
2: um yeah so. yeah um so Jillian do you want to explain what our podcast is or should I I can do it <laughs> um so our podcast will be recapping the hit show's series, movies and stars from our childhood
1: which is like early 2000s ish. Yeah. For example, I was born in 98.
2: I was born in 97. Um so but we'll also talk about sometimes what the kids are watching these days such as this episode.
1: Yes, this this is actually a so, it's a new release of an old TV show. So, today we're talking about the Kim Possible live action movie, which Kim Possible is from when we were younger, but they made the live action movie for today's children. Yes. Which is why it's a perfect bridge for everybody.
2: Yes. And Jillian and I, so we're recent friends. We, m- like, maybe a month, we've been, and we're immediately Biffles.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's because we share office hours together. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, we're both, uh, as e-board members on WTBU. I'm the station administrator and Jillian is one of our lovely music directors. Um, and then we bonded over our love of Mitchell Musso. <laughs> 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 because Damon- Who's
1: the other music director.
2: Yes. Um, has the same last name as Mitchell Musso. And then we bonded and then we I was like, you wanna start a podcast one day? And she was like, yeah. And then so now we're best friends and we start a podcast. <laughs> Um. So, yeah. So, we're going to be talking about – Um. each week we're going to spin a wheel to r- between some of the stuff because we want to talk about all aspects. So, Jillian has chosen three stars, and I've chosen three shows slash movies. And then – so, it's going to be randomized each week. So, we don't know what we're going to talk about next time.
1: So, it keeps us on our toes as well as keeping you on your toes. Yes.
2: And we'll leave – we'll reveal what we've picked later in the episode to – get people excited
1: yeah but first we're gonna talk about the live action just because this was a perfect first episode just because like it's brand new it yeah. came out about I a, think, week like ago a week ago. ago yeah so it's very important and relevant in pop culture because it, like when the trailer came out I remember like Twitter went crazy
2: yeah so it's relevant now um, because it happened last week and we both watched the movie I watched it on Wednesday night.
1: I watched it last night.
2: Yes. And we're going to be chit-chatting about it. Um, so first, can we actually,
1: get... Actually, the first thing I want to talk about is the music video for Call Me, me Beat Me. me. Okay. Um, well, I
2: actually wanted to get first, before we even do that, like, what was your background with Kim Possible?
1: I, um, I um, religiously watched the show. I watched it every week. I loved the movie. Uh, so the drama. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just... Loved Kim. I thought that she was so cool and like that she's who I wanted to be when I was in high school because she was like so relaxed and like s- has so many friends and so humble and so kind.
2: Yeah. Um, for me, I actually my more vivid memory with the Kim Possible movie was Stitch in Time.
0: Oh, that's yes. a good one too. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't remember watching it a ton. So like, for my backstory, I was more of a Nickelodeon kid in elementary school, and then it was middle school when I got to. Disney Channel, and I think Kim Possible had ended, so I grew up watching the reruns, um, which is all fantastic because Kim Possible is fantastic. But I don't have the week to week, like, oh, new episode kind of mentality with I
1: it. I don't specifically remember like waiting for new episodes, but I do specifically remember every time it was on, I turned it on. Like, yeah. Even if I also had a really big thing for Full House, but I would Same. choose Kim Possible over Full House. Which oh. Shows a lot about a person, I think.
2: So just on the Full House thing, I remember every night like Nick at night. Like,
1: yeah, it was like nine o'clock. I well, think? for
2: me it was eight o'clock. I don't know because you're West Coast. Yeah. So who knows what the schedule like was there? But I remember Full House eight o'clock, and then Fresh Prince eight thirty, and then Friday nights I was really excited because my dad would let me stay up to watch the whole Fresh Prince, cause it <laughs> like
1: just children's things.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah. And then
1: moving into the music video. Yes. I was very surprised to see, because, like, I was, so the, act. sorry, so many things are going on in my head. The actress, um, Sadie, who plays Kim in the live action, she did a cover of the call me beat me yeah. uh, song which
2: i actually don't hate
1: no exactly i went in and i'm like this is me so bad because like it's not the original and like it's just disney trying to like make it pop it i ready. think
2: her version's more stuck in my head now than it, the other one
1: yeah i think it's actually really good i was expecting to go in and hate it and i didn't i definitely think that the production was a little weird Um, They were trying to make it, like, very modern, which I don't mind. But, like, some parts it was just off. But her vocals were gorgeous, I think. And she's so pretty. And when she's dancing and, like, she's just a gorgeous girl. Yeah. And then add in that her vocals are beautiful. I was very surprised.
2: Yeah, no. I I, understand. I thought I was going to hate the song specifically Mm because, like, the song is a slapping bop. Mm -hmm. But I think she...
1: She killed I don't, it. I
2: don't know if she made it better, but she definitely – it's, like, tied. She
1: made it very mo- – like, very for today's pop. audience. Yeah, it's, like,
2: very, like, modern pop. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think they did a really good job. Like, at- she
2: does more vocal runs than, like, the original, I feel. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know. It's very good.
2: Yeah. Um, that, that impressed me. That was, like – I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but did you notice in the music video, like, Kim Possible's aesthetic was more of a blue thing, but they tried to make it a green thing in this one? like
1: i didn't notice that oh, i feel like that's the film and tv in you coming well, out just
2: like even the like the background was all green and i felt like in the in the cartoon like her intro was a blue kind of thing
1: speaking of intros so to the intro to the movie yeah they put in a scene of uh, they like pretty much copied like scene for scene the um intro for the original TV show, which yeah. I thought was really cool, but the problem is, is they kept this scene when she's a cheerleader. But then when you watch the movie, she's not a Spoiler: she's not a freaking cheerleader.
2: Yeah, she's a soccer.
1: She, yeah, they changed the sport from cheer to soccer, which doesn't make sense. Yes, because especially
2: because there's the whole like Ron doing the thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: it did. Like, like I appreciate them trying to get the intro scene for scene like perfect, but it doesn't make sense in their context. Yeah,
2: um, that, that kind of bothered yeah. me. Yeah. I got a text from Jillian last night. Like, I'm angry, (laughs) so I think we should probably just like go straight to the movie now. Yeah, Um,
1: but just just, there will be spoilers. Yes, major spoiler alert. We're talking about the entirety of the movie, so if you have not seen it yet, pause our podcast, go watch the movie. Or if you don't care for spoilers,
2: then just listen now. That's true. It's you do you, boo boo. (laughs) Um, But in terms of like. Do you want to go in chronological order? Just
1: let's go with what's like what comes to our heads and like what we yeah. really didn't well, or liked or didn't
2: like. I I must start with a positive. So I want to start with the first scene. Um I thought that was a really good like establishing like she's in the middle of the action. Um like it kind of felt like real like how an episode would start in compos like they yes. probably start I real I feel like they start in the middle of an action then they did like a regular episode. Like
1: I'm out I did I didn't like her outfit.
2: That's fair. What what did you not like about it?
1: I, I did not like how at the bottom it wrapped around her leg little really awkwardly and I miss my iconic crop top. Yeah. I I understand that like they have to make it for like today's kids and like parents don't like seeing like crop tops on little children. But like that was her aesthetic. She was a cool fucking person.
2: Yeah, I she just, was. She was like Basically, a badass.
1: Yeah, and then going into like Kim as a character, I really didn't like how they focused a lot on her. Like, like I said earlier, Kim is supposed to be this humble, awesome person, but they made her so conceited and like struggling with that. And I think that's a very good message to send to children, but that's not the Kim that we know.
2: Kim irritated me high key in this movie.
1: In this movie, yes, because she was like, it's a very relevant topic to go through for children and i understand that but the only thing it's just kim was not that person and she wasn't
2: relatable like it's like one thing if like everyone goes through it but like it's a relatable character kim's not relatable because she's like is like really good at everything but then like she's complaining that she's not good at everything
1: yeah and i think that kim herself is was like i said very humble and she like didn't make this a big deal and she like People kind of knew that she saved the world, but, like, it wasn't this big deal versus in the movie. Everyone knows. And she does it everywhere. The amount of needing, like, what's the word? The amount of unnecessary flips that were in there. Yes. Did not. It was stupid. Yeah. Like, when, for example, when she's, like, trying out. Are you talking about the baby? Oh, no. No, when she's trying out for the soccer team, she, like, does, like, all these flips and does all this weird, like stunt stuff i don't know but it just kim wasn't like that she didn't like show off her super skills in school she saved it for when she went to go save the world and then like she just wasn't in your face about all this shit she could do versus in the movie she's kind of annoying about it
2: yeah facts it was just like really irritating i'm gonna pull up my notes so i took a pay, a, a double sided page of notes so two pages technically um, so if you hear paper crinkling that might be me um, so are we talking about the part where she goes to her Nana's house
1: oh my god that killed me
2: yes I was like she's so annoying like I literally wrote so first of all her mo- Nana calls her Kimberly Ann every single time she sees her it's like Kimberly Ann Kimberly Ann Kimberly Ann I'm like was she always Kimberly Ann?
1: Um, they did reference her to Kim, as Kimberly Ann. Was the, Ann a was the
2: Nana times. a major character? No. No. Okay. Michelle? Also,
1: like Kim, just kind of like learned those stunts. I forget. I think she might have learned it from like cheer or for something else. But she just, she did not go to her grandmother's house to learn how to fight. That was not part of the movie. The, the show.
2: Yeah. Also, I feel like we should mention two major stars in this movie: Patton Oswalt and um, Allison Hannigan which are, like, yes. kind of big gets.
1: From How I Met Your Mother? Yes. My um, queen.
2: But also, I read online, Patton Oswalt did the voice of the character he was. You're like Really? Yeah, so that was, I was going to start off with that with so, the action sequence. With also, the My pinky sparkles. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, um, they brought in the original Kim Possible voice. I don't know if you yes. noticed
2: that. I, I had to look. I found that out later. I didn't notice it on the spot. Oh, my
1: God. But I was so excited. So Christina they.
2: Mil- uh, no, Christina, Christine Romano.
1: I forget her name, <sighs> but she comes in as this pop star who takes them on takes them to one of their um Can we talk like, about that? Battles.
2: How she can't get a normal ride?
1: No, it's that like, it's like that in the mo- in the show oh, too. Okay. Um so basically it's just because Everyone like, who's, she, was, she she saves Yeah, they like pay her. her back and like drive her and I remember in they did a scene of like Kim going to her first saving the world type of Yeah. Um, situation and she actually got a ride from somebody who she used to like babysit their cats or something like it was part of it like people gave to kim and then kim gave back
2: yeah or kim gave first and then yeah, like, something see, like that. yeah. But, um but yeah um uh, christy romano nah, i'm gonna look this up because it's gonna be bothering me the whole podcast um so
1: she comes in as a pop star who takes them to um The layer to go. Christy Carlson Romano. Yes. Yes. She and I was really excited to see her in it because they're not just they didn't let go of everything that Kim was. They still brought in the old cast and showed that like they still liked it too, and I really did appreciate that even if I didn't personally love every single. Yeah. In
2: preparation for this podcast, I watched an interview where Christy Carlson Romano and Sadie interviewed each other about Kim (gasps) Possible, like being Kim Possible.
1: Oh my god, I really like that. And
2: apparently, Sadie watched every episode. To, like, prepare, like, so, like, that's good on her. Like,
1: yeah, I think that she, I think it's not her acting that, uh, Sadie's no, I think acting. the acting was fine. She did a great I job. think
2: part of it was the script. Like,
1: yeah, I didn't like the storyline, I didn't like that they were making him into this, um,
2: unrelatable character.
1: Not, no, they're making her into a relatable character, they made her into somebody who's like, oh, she's. So struggling with not being the best at everything, but people need to learn that they're not the best. But, but
2: like I felt it was unrelatable because she was the best. So I feel like what – because you're – I think we have the same issue, but we're wording it differently. Because, like, I felt it was unrelatable because she was this badass, but you are saying that she – they tried to make her relatable because she – when she wasn't relatable, so I think it's kind of the same thing what we're. No, yeah, to.
1: they're trying to make her un. Unre- they're trying to make her relatable for the younger cast, which is fine. But like, I really enjoy just like seeing somebody else's life on screen, and not being like, oh, that could be me. I could be fighting dragon or something like that's.
2: Yeah. No. Um. But yes, yeah, so we started off the movie with Patton, who I mentioned, and that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like Patton Oswald. like getting so excited about the slime the disintegrating slime, but then he's like, it's pink and sparkly.
1: He's a great actor. I
2: love him. Uh, And then I was like, literally in my nose, do not kill off Patton. And I'm like, wait, but they have to get rid of Patton to make way for Draken.
1: Yeah. Do you want to talk about Draken? Okay. First of all, the I feel like the chemistry between Draken and Shigo was amazing. They had the like banter. They um, Shigo they casted very well. She was very sarcastic and funny. Like I did. But their costumes were terrible.
2: Drakken especially.
1: They had this weird blue vein on his neck, which didn't make sense. Because
2: they didn't want to make him fully blue.
1: But, like, that's the humor.
2: Yeah, just put the guy in blue face paint.
1: Yeah, it's like, if they did it to um, Will Smith for Aladdin, (laughs) they can do it for this.
2: (laughs) The shade. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Shigo, Shigo was one of my favorites in the movie. Like, she was very spunky. I really yeah. liked her. I think overall my favorite was Rufus.
1: That thing scared me. That <laughs> I thought it was
2: going to scare me, but it didn't scare me as much. Well.
1: Also, speaking about Rufus, in the show, that is not how he gets Rufus. He goes to a supermarket that he, like, that, that he worked at. Yeah. He later worked at, but he was obsessed with. And he bought Rufus, and Rufus just happened to be this brainiac. Versus in the movie... They he finds Rufus in a lab where they do brain transmit like
2: like one of the first labs that like they go to a first lab and then she go fights Kim and her crew um and then he finds Rufus and he's like oh let me collect this little critter yeah
1: because in the lab they're like he they're making people more intelligent I guess and they just were testing it on a naked mole rat which I like the adaptive and I like how they tried to make it more realistic, but it's kind of funny that he just found a random mole rat that was way smarter than him. I thought it was more humorous, but...
2: Yeah. Um, should we talk about Ron? I... Ron irritated me at first, because I was like, he was not this cringy slash annoying.
1: But he was. But
2: I didn't remember that, but then he grew on me later, because like, he was like kind of the voice of reason. Like I'm sure we'll was get to... He the
1: kind heart. Yeah. And... By the way, the actor who plays Ron is from the Goldbergs, the TV show. Whoa! So they got somebody who's like pretty well established. established yeah. Which I was pretty surprised. I did about. not know that.
2: I thought he was just some Disney Channel kid. From mm-hmm. Nowadays,
1: he's, he's on the Goldbergs. He's the yeah. main character in the Goldbergs. Does he
2: sound like that, or does he try? He to talks
1: t- like that in the sh- in Goldbergs as well.
2: Does he talk like that in his real life?
1: That's a good question. I have no idea.
2: Yeah. Because um, I thought he was just trying to mimic Ron. But did Ron talk like that?
1: No, Ron like. Ron said things like that but he didn't have that little lisp and like a higher yeah. voice but I think that might just be the actor and I think that it did give it a little bit of quirk yeah. and it made Ron kind of like oh he's just some weird little kid like yeah
2: that wasn't the thing that annoyed me it was just like the things he would say like the script yeah kind of um and I in my head I thought it was the nacho taco or like it's bueno nacho. No, I thought I thought it wasn't the nacho. I thought it was the nacho taco. I thought he, like, I didn't know he cut it down, but, yeah, whatever. Um, I think at this point we have to talk about the fact that Monique wasn't in the movie.
1: T, why didn't they have they Athena? They had Bonnie. They had Bonnie, but Bonnie was the wrong race but which like not is not yeah. a big deal but it was just like very but bonnie I isn't supposed to be
2: monique first. right or was bonnie no. in the show so
1: bonnie is her arch nemesis right
2: yeah in the and movie then, but was she in the show i thought, I yeah, thought it was bonnie, always monique that was like her friend of me
1: monique was her best friend
2: oh
1: monique was uh kim's like what her best girlfriend and then bonnie was like her arch nemesis. Um, But again, they incorporated soccer instead of cheerleading, which didn't make any sense. Did not stand. I think that the cheerleading makes it more interesting just because you do those weird flips and stuff. Yeah. So it makes it more like you can understand how Kim can do all these cool fighting things with cheerleading. But then with soccer, what? Yeah. That didn't make any sense.
2: No, it didn't at all. Um yeah like why was she a soccer player and then she wasn't even a soccer player like she was, on, she, she was the cheerleader in the show like she was an actual cheerleader she wasn't like and she was water one girl. of the best cheerleaders yeah
1: they may in the show she's genuinely one of the best ones on the team and they all know it and but and then in the show she tries out for soccer um but bonnie hates her so much that she's like no you can be equipment manager i don't care if you're so good but that no. Yeah. they made Bonnie a sophomore and Kim a freshman. And them take, having it take place freshman year also pisses me off because the show takes place through sophomore, junior, and potentially senior, I believe. But it never for one second focuses on freshman year. They do flashbacks to freshman year and they show how dweeby and weird they are. But they never focus on freshman year.
2: The timeline was a little weird because it's like, I think part of it was trying to do like an origin story of Kim Possible sort of, at times, like, with him finding Rufus, I felt like that was more, like, of an origin story, but then there were parts of it that's, like, no, because he had Rufus when Jurekin went to jail. Like, he, like, it felt like post-show, but also pre-show.
1: They tried to mix it a lot, and then I also noticed the storyline was kind of copying the movie that I watched, the one that I was obsessed with, the So the drama. Yeah. I think when they get kidnapped from high school and, like, they get, and uh draken makes this boy that kim falls in love with yeah they kind of did the same thing with her best friend athena yeah
2: i called it i was like this girl is shady um but then there was like a part like i thought she was shady because especially there was one scene that they never like explored further was um she didn't know who poppy blue was um who was christina christy carlson romano's character the singer um and then like immediately the next scene was like oh it's like Poppy and then she's like oh my god I'm your biggest fan
1: yeah can like, we go into Athena as a character for yes the um I thought
2: the actress was really good for what she was given like I think she was a solid actress and like
1: I think that her character was a little weird
2: yeah that's fair
1: because she was basically the one who learned to surpass Kim and be this amazing person and like be better than her in a way but like she was annoying like yeah. I don't understand why she was that character I
2: felt like it was kind of obvious to like more trained viewers of like these stories that she was one of the bad guys um and then but also I called her that she was gonna get kidnapped by Shigo and like they were gonna take her like I called all that um
1: it was pretty predictable Yeah. but I think that having so basically in the movie Kim meets Athena and f- Athena is this very sad like Yeah lover. they meet her
2: she's like Kim's taking the equipment to the soccer garage and she's, cry-
1: and and she's crying and she's crying on the phone
2: to her quote unquote mom saying she didn't make any friends and she hates it and then she's like oh you're Kim Possible and th- then they become friends
1: But they become friends because Kim likes to have her ego stroked Yeah which I also didn't like cuz Kim would not like that my yeah. Kim would not like that.
2: Yeah. Whatever. They Like, I was really annoyed that they made, like, Kim, everyone knew who Kim Possible was. And then, like, she had to, like, make it known that she was Kim Possible. She was that girl. Yeah, like, for
1: example, when they came in late to class. Like, yeah. Like, Ron's like, how do you know us? We're, we're in the news all the time. We saved the world. That's not how they're like. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. That's not my Kim. That's not my Ron.
2: And then this scene irritated me. The scene with the baby when she's late to school, running to the bus. Oh, and yeah. And then she throws a grappling weird. hook on the baby that's going down. I'm like, yes, she would do an act of good kindness, but this was so not what the show was.
1: No, it's genuinely um, – they made Kim flashy with what she can do, and that's not, that's not Kim. Yeah. I don't know. But back to Athena, she ends up being um, –
2: Surpassing Kim.
1: Yeah, she, like, learns to be better than Kim, and then Kim gets really hurt by that. Because she's like, I'm not the best at everything. This is so weird. But I don't think Kim like, Kim in the TV shows would actually be hurt by somebody being really good at something and yeah. potentially better than her. I think Kim would be like, oh, that's amazing. I'm so proud. Like, that's so cool. I genuinely don't think that Kim would be like that.
2: Yeah. um, And then, so, we get to the point where Athena, like, Surpasses Kim, and then she's like, they go to the lab, and, like, they're on a mission, and Athena has to fight Chigo because Kim and Ron get trapped in the eel cage.
1: Yeah, and then Kim has, like, this freak out about how she's like, I never told you this, Ron, but eels are my are the scariest thing. Like, I'm so scared. And they never
2: go back to that. Like, it wasn't Draken looking for a weakness of hers?
1: Yeah, but also why is that that's just way too convenient they get trapped in a thing of eels and then Kim's like Ron I never told you this even though you're my best friend since like ever but I'm terrified of electric eels what
2: what I'm what sorry. indeed um yeah so then Athena beats Shigo, and it's like she with goes a bow yeah she goes like Kim this girl's better than you like she's like mm, Kim get jealous
1: yeah they're basically Pulling at Kim's insecurities.
2: Yeah. Um, And then Athena gets, like, named the freshman, prospective freshman of the year thing. Yeah,
0: what was that?
1: I wrote
2: this down. Athena has a 5.5 GPA. (laughs) She was voted the homecoming king and queen. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That's genuine. First of all, if anybody has ever gone to high school, 5.5 is impossible. It's on a... Even if you take honors classes, it's on a five-point scale. You cannot go past a 5.0, even if you get A-pluses in every single one of your AP classes. That's not how it works. Also, as a freshman, not many honors and AP classes are offered to you to even be able to get to that high of a GPA. Yeah. Third, she would not be homecoming king and queen. What was that? There was
2: something else that I didn't write down because I was like, what is going on here?
1: They were just trying to, like—, sh- like over exaggerate that she's the best ever at everything but they didn't make it realistic and it seems like this movie they were trying to make it more realistic and relatable but that is completely unrelatable
0: yeah um
2: sorry it's a it's early morning (laughs) um i want to talk about the fact in that same scene that kim has the opportunity she takes the mop athena's cornered and then athena's like give me the mop and then kim's like Nah, tries to do it and falls on her face.
1: I think that was very interesting to show that Kim can fuck up. And I did appreciate that. But I yeah. also think that Kim would have passed it. Yeah. She's Your not Kim. that self. Our Kim. My Kim would have passed it. Yes.
2: My Kim. Uh, my Kim was that bitch.
1: I feel like I'm doing that whole, like, my president type of shit. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that – I think they're just making Kim into this kind of selfish person – and one of the things that so many people loved about Kim Possible was that she was so humble and she was so kind. Yeah. And maybe they're trying to show like like you said the be get, like who Kim was and before she was Kim. Yeah. But I feel like Kim was always that kind they of person. They just pulled from a
2: ton of different times of like the story in the show and then like tried to like yeah. mush it together. They
1: definitely were targeting new audience and not expecting a lot of Older people to be watching, I yeah. think, because they did not do this well.
2: Yeah, and then later in the show, plus some social media like responses, that I found uh, for the movie, but that a lot of people were not happy.
1: Even with the, the initial castings, I distinctly remember people were saying that like. For example, Shigo and Draken looked like shit. That's like genuine shit. To
2: to defend those ac- those choices, I think the acting was fine. I don't no,
1: one hundred percent. It's it's the costumes and the makeup. They did it very terribly. Also, the CGI in the movie itself was terrible. And I know Disney can do ten times better than that.
2: Yeah. Um. In terms of like who you wanted to play K- Impossible, do you have any names that you thought of like when they first announced it?
1: I did not however I, had a name. I genuinely thought that they should have done somebody who was like 17 and not 14 or something. Yeah. See, my She looked way too young to be Kim.
2: She looked like a middle schooler, yeah. Yeah. Um my number one choice was and like this might be a hot take, but I wanted Zendaya. I thought they would ask her, they could ask her and it would be fine. Just cuz she wasn't red-haired doesn't mean that like I don't I think it would have been Awesome to have Zendaya. I
1: think Zendaya would have been a good Bonnie.
2: Yeah, that's fair. But I think Zendaya like could have I think it was like it would have been awesome to have Zendaya as Kim Possible.
1: I think as, I think that as well, but I just think
2: um I don't know if they would have picked like
1: Yeah, I think they're trying to keep with the initial character yeah. drawings. Yeah. So I think she would have been a really good Bonnie or something. But I think that her age range is what <laughs> we should have been going for. Yes. <laughs> we reunite not- Bella Thorne and Zendaya. Please, I just think that they were pull they were pulling from like fourteen year olds, and we wanted seventeen year olds because that's yeah. th- that's when most of Kim's action takes place. Yeah.
2: Also, like it's not th- like there clearly was no chemistry between Ron and Kim in this movie, like because I felt like it would have been like weird. Like yes, people have relationships in freshman year, but like I felt like that was a more like growth, there was more growth that needed to happen before they could be together. And, like, the end of the show together, right? Do they you know?
1: did. They got together and so the drama... And that's senior year. Yeah. So I think that they... they At the end of the day, they should not have had it take place freshman year. They should have had it take place junior, maybe, or senior year, yeah. but definitely not the beginnings. Because a lot of the show, they do flashbacks of when they were at the beginnings of high school and they show them super dweeby, super weird, yeah. but then they're trying to make... Like, Kim looks super cool and relatable. And just like that, just doesn't go with the show yeah. at the end of the day.
2: um, I think we should like finish off the recap of the movie just quickly, and then we can go into like some of my bullet points or your bullet points for the movie. Yeah. I just want to talk about like the major plot twist, which had me kind of shook for a second when Athena, like, I knew Athena was going to be part of Shigo and Draken's plan, but I thought for a second they were alluding to the fact that Shigo and Draken had her as a child. And I was shooketh. I was shooketh beyond. It was scary. Like, I was like, wait, 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 Shiko, you could do so much better. I literally wrote, Shiko, you could do so much better.
1: Wait, so I did not pick up on this.
2: It was, like, alluded to the fact that, like, they created her. They, like, they made her. Yeah. And they, like, didn't specify that she was a robot at that point. I, I did you. not see the robot part coming, but, like. Got you, got you. Uh, I
1: kind of did see the robot part going just because. Because you
2: saw the boy from So the yeah, drama. yeah, and
1: So the Drama, he's this creature that they create. So it's yeah. kind of. Very, they they stole storylines, is at the end of the day what happened.
2: Yeah. But I was kind of shook that.
1: But the CGI of her, of, they had to show that she was a robot. She
2: took off her eye. Yeah, and right it eye. was
1: weird. Yeah. It was really weird. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> it was interesting. And um, they had a, they said, so the drama as one line. And I wrote, so the drama. <laughs> like, I think they said that. Um,
1: I did like the, they did make everything look like Middleton, though. It looked very. Yeah. Did you
2: notice the sign yeah. that changed each time?
1: Just like the show, I really didn't like yeah. that. I'm like, thank you. They they kept the funny part of it, yeah. but my
2: favorite was procrastination, um, meeting postponed for a later date.
1: <laughs> I did one thing I didn't like though is that they tried to make the show really relatable and like Draken would go on. Villainstagram, instagram yes. which is villains instagram which is really weird and he weird. also got
2: drunk on milk did you see that yeah that
1: was really weird <laughs> they just tried to make it like really modern and like incorporate technology and like instagram twitter and like selfies yeah he was
2: jealous of other villains layers yeah. that they were posting on Villainstagram. instagram
1: i just thought it was really weird maybe it's because i it's such a new concept to be bringing in social media. Yeah, they use the word "shook" also, like yeah. Yeah.
2: This was a very 2018, 2019 movie.
1: I, I I maybe it's just a new development that I'm not used to, but I didn't like the incorporation of social media yeah. into the show. And that's and the movie.
2: Genie, Will Smith Genie will be talking about his Facebook.
1: <laughs> really?
2: No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like joking about like how that that's kind of like no, yeah, f- yeah,
1: I agree. They're just trying to make it very relatable to the. I keep saying the word relatable, but like yeah. that's what they were trying to do with this, and it just kind of flopped, to be honest. Because it was maybe it's relatable to fourteen year olds, but fourteen year olds that I know, they it's not very relatable. Yeah. Nobody, nobody is like secretly trying to take a selfie with you while you're eating tacos, and then you're like, oh, that's totally fine. Let's take a selfie together, <laughs> like. I don't know. I feel like they were trying to make Kim into this big celebrity and, like, everybody wanted to know her and be with her and, like...
2: I kind of get that, though, because, like, it's unrealistic, like, with the technology now that no one would see Kim possible. So that might be, like, their
1: defense on that. But when they showed that Kim was this very um, known person, they showed it with newspaper clippings. True. Which didn't... Yeah. Which completely goes against their motives to make it very modern. Yeah. They like because like you said, they're pulling from different parts yeah. of it but not making it completely cohesive. They should have just made a completely different storyline and not been copying from every single Kim Possible episode.
2: Indeed. Um can I ask you a question as our Kim Possible expert? Um was Allison Hannigan's character, the mom, did Kim ever invite her on missions? No. No. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that?
1: That pissed me. Okay, so at the end they made it like this like women empowerment scene where the the mom the grandma Kim and, and Ron. Ron they all go to save the world or whatever but then when they're leaving this is another thing this is like not about them going to fight together but when they were leaving to go fight the dad's like oh I'll just stay with the twins they made the twins so like relaxed and just like doing the their thing were, like, no in the show they were so freaking annoying yeah. and
2: they like In terms of, like, respecting the animation, weren't the twins brunette? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they just, like, made the twins just, like, background characters that just sat there. These little
2: blonde kids that played with Legos.
1: Yeah, but, like, no. They were fucking geniuses who worked in the garage and made contraptions, and then... They were, like,
2: the OG Phoenix and Ferb.
1: Yeah, literally. I don't know. It just pissed me off. But anyway, when they went to go fight, they made it this, like women empowerment type of thing when they when the three generations fight together but then when you watch the fight scene the mom she doesn't do anything she yeah. just like does like a slight little kick yeah. it's pathetic
2: yeah um also let's be real rufus did everything in that like because rufus fell out of ron's backpack right as the laser cage came out and then wade who we haven't even mentioned because he was that relevant of a character
1: i hated wade they made wade waiting at kim's beck and call and
2: like wade was kind of creepy cuz he was just like watching kim wherever she went
1: yeah like. and also also they this is they made um, her communication with wade a necklace that she tapped yeah. and not her little sidekick little guy <laughs> which and then they like had when they talked to wade it's like this like like, 2050 futuristic thing where it just pops up in front of her and it's not on a device. Yeah. Which does not happen. Yeah. It's not – that's not part of technology today. Yeah. So that was weird.
2: Also, like, she had VR, and I feel like VR isn't even that established yet. Like, does everyone have VR in this world of Kim Possible? Exactly. Like, she took a VR tour of her high school.
1: Yeah, they make Kim a real try-hard by, like, saying that she, like, started at 4 a.m., picked out all of her clothes for the month, did a walkthrough of the school, blah, 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 Like like, ba- and started studying for her finals, did all of this, made her this overachieving little shit. But that's not Kim.
2: That's not relatable either.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's also not relatable. I
2: was like, damn, this girl's more motivated than I am.
1: Exactly, and we got into college, yes. and I literally slept until like five minutes before I left for school every day.
2: Yes, facts. Um, but going still back, do <laughs>
1: <laughs> but going back to the fighting scene with the three pe- with the three generations they mentioned they did make a little joke for the older people they're like oh this is um, they're like oh the the golden girls um, fighting group or whatever yeah they're like golden girls you ready and like that's like good for like parents who are watching I like yeah. that they did make the jokes for the older yeah. people but like at the end of the day that was very irrelevant stupid not necessary for the show.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go and talk about the ending. Because before the... Like, so, Athena. So, just because I want to talk about this, because it's absurd. Oh, um, yeah, the ending? So, oh. Athena is placed in this, like, brain thing. And Draken's going to take her brain, because she, she <laughs> knows all of Kim Possible's <laughs> things, but she's a robot. So, that doesn't make sense. And then, like, Rufus, like, on the drone, Rufus, my king, breaks the thing... Of the cage. Kim Possible breaks the machine, and, like, then Draken turns into a child. Like, that was – which I feel like they did.
1: That was weird. Yeah. That was and he looked really... like Rico
2: from um, <laughs> Hannah Montana. I was like, this child is Rico.
1: Yeah, and then they actually ended the show with a cliffhanger. Yeah.
2: Well, even before the cliffhanger, I was like, there's going to be a sequel to this movie, right? Like, duh. Like, it probably – was good for them even though like i read it was the lowest premiere of a movie of a decom in 10 years honestly
1: it's because nobody like nobody in the lower generations not generations like the lower ages really know who can possibly and also like
2: they should kids that would watch it like us we would watch it like somewhere else we wouldn't watch it live
1: they they genuinely should have just made it at disney netflix
2: disney plus for like a few months down the line because disney plus is going to be the disney netflix
1: oh thank
2: you yeah um, um, but
1: yeah, they should have done something in that weight range, and they should have made it more targeted to a older audience, because that's at the end of the day, who's gonna watch it? Yes,
2: absolutely. Um, but yeah, so then the cliffhanger was that child, Rico. I'll call him. Let's call him Rico. So chi-
1: just to child, just child Draken is Rico. Child Draken is Rico for the rest of the show.
2: Yes. So Rico um, is like a nine-year-old kid. And he's, like, super smart, so he's in a freshman year in high school, and that's his backstory, that he's, like, skipped a few grades because he's super smart. And Shigo is his mother, and I was weak. I was like, what? Excuse me? Shigo was his mother.
1: I mean, it is something that they would do in the show, Yes, though. it was. But, like, but I was just, just so
2: like, Shigo was, like, I feel like Shigo as Rico's mother. <laughs> I love how we changed his name.
1: I <laughs> really do like... um they did a line when Shiko was dropping off in for school. I'm oh, sorry, Rico. Um, <laughs> and it, they were dropping him off for school, and she was like, uh, "I can't wait to get out of these uncomfortable clothes and get back into my leather suit." Yeah. Really, really liked that were her line.
2: Nails always above the gloves.
1: Because she was always they, filing her nails. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I never really. It thought was very thought creepy in
2: it. the in the movie, like the nails above the gloves. I don't know if you ever saw the close-ups yeah, yeah, that they yeah, had. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, I don't know, the, the I feel like the movie had so much potential and they just didn't unlock yeah. it.
2: I do think um, by the end, oh, we should also get into one of my major grades with the movie. They should have killed off Athena. I know it's sad for a decom, but, like, would they, like, Athena was yeah. a robot. She sacrificed herself. I felt like the arc was complete. But then they, like, made Athena her new best friend. That, like, if they're not going to have Monique. They shouldn't get Athena. I'm sorry. Athena was a lovely actress. Also, she was-
1: Monique was an amazing character, and I'm so mad she did not come back for the show.
2: I am v salty. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, it was just like Monique was such. She was so fun and relatable and like interesting, and she just brought so much depth th- to the show. But then they completely disregard her character and create this new one, Athena. They could have just kept Monique and made Monique like a Make different a deal story. With Dragon. Yeah, Dragon. yeah, yeah. Made a different story for Monique, but they completely killed her off and brought on this new yeah. chick that nobody knows that like she was yeah. just weird.
2: Um, but yeah, I feel like we hit all the major storylines of the movie. And do you want to go through like the little things that like you did enjoy, you didn't enjoy? Because I want to talk about the cat professor, the cat teacher, because <laughs> that man had no story but like they tried to set him up with a story that he was going to be like the school bad guy but no it was bonnie like they literally mentioned him once and then like he was like irrelevant for the rest of the movie and like i kind of
1: they were just trying to keep the characters that were previously there he was but on they the didn't, yeah. yeah okay but they didn't give them the amount of storyline that they deserved
2: yeah um in my notes i said lily for having your mother
1: I, know, uh-huh. that was, I was shooketh yeah. to the core.
2: You want to know what shook me? They made a Nickelodeon reference in the DCOM. They did! For the slime. They were like, uh, Ron was like, yeah, I don't know why slime is so important these days. Like, they would just have it on, like, kids' award shows. Yeah,
1: they said something about putting it on award shows. And I'm just like, am I watching Disney or am I watching Nickelodeon? Because that was yes. a weird reference.
2: Yeah, um, they had a little beep beep at the beginning. Like, that actually had me hype. Um... Trying to think, Pat, and damn, this girl is ambitious. Uh, I was like, can I have that motivation? Can we talk about, she exited the window? Why could she not just exit the front door when she was going to school?
1: Yeah, and they're like, Wade, open the window, and Wade can just control their house? That's freaking yeah. scary. Another
2: thing that's sca- scary, like, Draken, like, in hindsight, Draken is obsessed with a teenage girl. That is creepy. Creepy, but
1: that's the same for the show and the movie. I know, but
2: it's like, but the the scenes that Draken was watching Kim Possible at school, that kind of like was a little creep.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think that at the end of the day, the the movie they tried their best to make it a modern twist on Kim Possible, but it didn't work out in their benefit because I don't know. They made Kim into a really weird character that that was not appealing to the audience. They made dragon just awkward like weird like yes. he's a weird man to begin with but he's a comedic weird and they just made him a creepy weird.
2: Yes. Um in terms of like Kim not being relatable, I forget which part of the show or the movie it was, but she picked up a piece of paper for someone, but she had to do it in the most extra way for possible. A, it
1: was for Athena. Athena was crying in the corner and she went to go pick up her like yes. spilled bag and she does five backflips to pick up three pieces of paper in her backpack makes no sense kim would literally just go pick up the piece of paper she's an th- the thing about kim is she's an ordinary girl but then she can go save the world yes. but they made her into this extraordinary girl who goes to high school yes. and it just didn't make sense
2: my favorite one of my other favorite lines in the movie though was when um christina carlson christy carlson romano um because Christina Million sings the theme song, so I always say Christina Million. Mm. Yeah. No, I got you. Uh, um, Christy Carlson Romano uh, was like, uh, Athena was like, so why does uh Kim owe you? Like, did you did she save you from Zimbabwe? It was like, worse, she did my taxes. She saved me from the IRS. <laughs> that
1: was just awkward. That was funny. I
2: like that line. I don't know. I don't,
1: I never saw Kim was
2: doing taxes. Yeah. Um, I was awor- worried about Rufus, and I know you said you like, were creeped out by rufus rufus was much cuter than i thought they were gonna make him
1: that they did he was cuter than one i had expectations for but he was not as cute as the cartoons at the end of the day i think they could they should have just made a new movie of kim but made it into a cartoon instead of doing this weird live action yeah. crap with weird um, cgi
2: okay D- do you know who kim looked like to me sadie um she looked like bridget mendler and or k panabaker
1: I see it. Yeah. Bridget Menler, for those who are unaware, is um the main actress. Teddy in Good Luck Charlie. And Good Luck Charlie. And she
2: was in Lemonade Mouth and uh, Justin's girlfriend, Juliet in Wizards of Weberly Place.
1: But she w- she's gorgeous. Yeah, and Kate I Panabaker stand. was in a few
2: decoms back in the day. But
1: um, yeah, she just I don't I didn't get a lot of Kim vibes from her.
2: Yeah. From Bridget Menler or Sadie? Sadie. Oh uh, yeah. Um,
1: but at the end of the day, I also just think that it's because I see Kim as an older high school student and yeah. not some girl who just- Maybe when they
2: make the sequel and she's a little older, maybe like-
1: Yeah, maybe I'll start getting vibes from that, but I yeah. just, I don't know. It was really weird.
2: Yeah. I had a point. Ron's growing on me. Um. Also, I wrote, literally wrote this down. Is it bad I don't really feel bad for Kim not being the best?
1: Yeah, because they make her seem annoying. Yeah.
2: Like, I did not feel any empathy. I'm just um, like, girl,
1: get over yourself.
2: When Kim found Athena in Draken's Lair, she was doing makeup. And I'm like, Do you not see this girl doing makeup? She is obviously not on your side, girl.
1: Yeah. Like, she was like,
2: Athena, oh my God, let's go. I'm like, I would be like, Why are you doing makeup? Are you not in a cage?
1: Also, they made it so at the end of their little interaction, she was like, You should probably go, Kim, before, while you still can, or something like that. Which is like, Doesn't that set off a red flag?
2: Yeah. I'm like
1: she's literally saying I am staying here with my kidnappers Hella Stockholm syndrome yeah in two hours doesn't make sense
2: yeah no just like to finish on Athena's story again I I think part of the reason I didn't want them to like bring her back was because I love the sacrifice in the moment like it might be cheesy but I felt like it was kind of like a growth arc like even if it was like kind of like the most basic like She was dragged inside, and then Kim saved her when she was, like, about to die. And, like, then she sacrificed herself for Kim. And I thought that was just, like, kind of honestly, like, beautiful. And I didn't like that they, like, reincarnated her. I I should have expected it. It's a Disney Channel movie. Yeah,
1: and at the end when they find Athena, Kim is holding her her head.
2: Her, yeah.
1: Her, like, no body. It's
2: just, like, her head and, like, a stick of metal on it.
1: And it, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't – I just think that the show or the movie could have – been done so much better
2: yeah so are we about done with uh, I just want to ask two questions one who was your least favorite character and your least favorite moment and then one what was your favorite character and favorite moment of the movie
1: um I think my least favorite character was the twins just I wanted them to be more. I loved the twins in the TV show. I thought they were so funny. And the dad the,
2: was also like kind of.
1: The dad was irrelevant. Yeah. But like the mom, like the twins, they were so funny, and like they were like little brothers. They were pests. Yeah. But then you they have just you have them. two
2: younger brothers. So did I you did always like see them brothers. as Kim? Cam- you as Cam, and they were like the. <laughs>
1: Not really, but now that you think, like I, I can understand it. Like I just feel like they did not represent actual little brothers in the yeah. slightest. It did not make any sense, and um. But I, I loved the scene where.
2: Um, yeah, you love the scene when what?
1: I loved the scene where um, they try to get the jet backpack that. Ron threw it. It's at the beginning of the movie. Ron threw it, like lost his jet because backpack he's a because he's a klutz, which is very accurate. And then they hop off the bridge, and then Kim grabs onto the rocket, and they're saved. That is such a Kim moment because Kim does those things that you're like, they're going to freaking die. They're going to die. And then she saves them. And I yeah. think that was so accurate and so beautiful. Yeah. And especially because Ron said, um, Kim, I I know I said that I'd jump off a bridge for you, but I wasn't serious. And I was just like, I I said I'd jump off the bridge for you, but I wasn't serious.
2: (laughs) Um, Wait, but so who was your favorite character in the end? Did you mention that?
1: Oh, my favorite character? I think Shigo. I think Shigo Shigo did a great job. I think that she was done dirty by her makeup and costume, but she was a great actress and did the part perfectly.
2: Yeah, I have my top three are Shigo, Ron, at the end. (laughs) See, I told you Ron grew on me, and then Rufus, because... How can you not stand Rufus? Facts. Um, my least favorite character was oh, and also I gotta say honorable mention to Mr. Patton Oswald in the beginning. He made me so happy. Um, my least favorite moment, let's get there. I think my least favorite moment was the scene with the Nana at her dojo. Yeah that, that was, was just weird. so unrelatable and I was like, What is going on, Kim? Like, I have zero empathy for you because you are like this badass who's complaining about not being the best. I'm like Excuse me? I wish I had, like, ha, like, 25% of what you have. Like, yeah,
1: I think that at the end of the day, they made Kim very un-Kim. They yeah. did not do Kim justice. My Kim would not be like that. My Kim. <laughs> but, yeah.
2: Um, um, and then, in terms of my favorite moment, I love when Patton Oswalt was like, bing and sparkly. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, also, like, when Shigo, I, I forget exactly what she said, but she roasted Drakken at one point. I was like, oh, my God. Classic Shigo.
1: Yeah, they did She-Go really well. I'm yeah. really proud of their Shigo.
2: Um, And then my favorite character, I said my top three, my least favorite character, Bonnie. Like,
1: just because, like, she was, like... She was irrelevant.
2: She was, like, irrelevant, but also, like, there was no... Like, I feel like the Kim Possible, the original Bonnie, like, there was some moments of, like, yeah, Bonnie, humanness.
1: Yeah, Bonnie in the show was a bitch, but she still was kind at certain points. She yeah, wasn't...
2: She had no redeeming qualities in this movie yeah as very few she
1: was genuinely just an asshole to Kim,
2: yeah, um, also, um Poppy Blue, I liked having Christy Carlson Romano there, but I don't like the name Poppy, so I wish they changed her name, yeah,
1: but
2: yeah, um, with that being said, oh, and basically, I was gonna pull up the social media, but like what's the point there Most of it was complaining, and some of it was like, this is actually not that bad, as bad as I expected. A lot of it was just complaining. There was one weird tweet that I found that was like complaining about. It was, like, people are just salty that they can't—that Kim's not old enough so they can't, like, lust over her. I'm, like, that was really creepy.
1: But that's 100% false because it's just because we wanted Kim in the same time frame and not when she was, like, 10 years old. Yeah. But.
2: Yeah, someone was, like—it was, like, someone—it was weird. It was just a weird tweet nonsense. Um, but, yeah. So—
1: that was the Kim Possible movie. Yes. broke it um, down for you, but I know that we did boop, boop, boop. hop around. <laughs> I know we did hop around and stuff, so I feel like everybody should go watch it. It's available on Hulu if you have live TV on there, as well as YouTube live TV and on the Disney Channel website. Yeah,
2: if you just look it up, and then you can just use your cable provider for the Disney Channel. That's what I did. I use my family's stuff, and you watch it on YouTube?
1: Yeah, my friend has YouTube. Shout live. out Queen Monica. Shout out Monica for letting me wa- for watching it with me. She also thought that it was very poorly done. So yes. it's it's not just me being this like pessimistic little person. Like it's genuinely we don't, it was not done to its fullest potential. Yeah,
2: the the film had so much potential but didn't like capitalize it.
1: But yeah, that's make sure you guys go yes. watch it and let us know what yes, you think. Yes,
2: and um, I we're gonna make some social media for our stuff. Um, but by the time this episode's out, we'll have a Twitter. Yeah, for we'll sure have a Twitter, Instagram for sure. too. We're
1: Potentially.
2: Potentially, and also potentially a Facebook. Definitely a Twitter, though.
1: Because um, Twitter is where we live.
2: Yes. Um, so how about you tweet at us using the hashtag Kim if you've gotten to the this point in the podcast. Um, just like – and then tweet us your thoughts of the Kim, and we'll read some of your tweets live on air next time. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get to this wheel-spinny thing. So – um, inspired by the great podcast that I listen to, Rob and Akiva need a podcast where they basically spin a wheel with random topics that they'll discuss each week. I thought it would be a cool idea to randomize using a wheel, a spin wheel.
1: Yeah, it makes it. Yeah. Very, it, that way we're not fighting over, oh, what's our next topic? Yeah, it's so we're each going to pick random. three.
2: And do you want to explain how you're, what you're picking and how that correlates? And then I'll just explain.
1: Yeah, for sure. And what
2: we'd be doing with your topic. Because that's like mine is basically more of what we did. We we're recapping shows movies kind of like what we did today but jillian has
1: so i decided to do focusing on stars and their like legacy their progression through their lives as child actors um i focused more on tv characters that we have watched through our lives and then
2: when we get those we'll probably watch an episode of something they did when they were early and then an episode when they were like yeah it's it's
1: mostly like tv actresses i did like I really wanted to do Emily Osmond from Hannah Montana. So that's your first one? Emily Osmond from Hannah Montana. I also wanted to do Nat Wolf because he started as a Naked Brothers band and then turned into this actor who does like big screen movies and works really closely with John Green, which was, I was pretty shocked about. And then I also wanted to do Ariana Grande. Ooh, Ariana that's Grand- an interesting one. Yeah, Ariana Grande actually started on- um, Victorious. Yeah, Nickelodeon, and then turned into this huge pop star, yeah. and it was just very interesting.
2: <laughs> I just see Coconut Boy, Coconut Head. <laughs> she was like, "Was it you that sent me the photo of Coconut Head?" Is like,
1: "Whoa, this Before child! Whoa,
2: this child has grown up." Um, so my three, um, which I might, I definitely want to do. Let's see, I'll throw this out to you. Would you rather for our Cartoon Network one do Billy and Mandy or Foster's?
1: Foster's Foster's
2: Home for Imaginary Kids is on the line. Friends. F- Yes, imaginary, <laughs> imaginary kids, imaginary friends. Um, and then for our Disney Channel, I was thinking... Wait, oh my God, it's escaping me. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I'll find... I'll, I'll remind that. But then for um, the thingamajig, for Nickelodeon, I wanted to have one from each of the three branches because that's... Oh, Disney Channel, Smart House, the decom. Did you ever watch that?
1: Such a good movie. Yes, yeah,
2: Smart House. Um, and then I... This is an on the spot decision. Um, so, you mentioned how Kim Possible was like your kind of icon growing up. For me, Danny Phantom was my icon. Such
0: a good show.
2: But I might want to do The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius because that was also, that was kind of my, fo- that was, that SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents was like my first intro. Like when I first discovered these shows, yeah, so. I
1: would definitely do um Jimmy Neutron just because that's where our show is named after.
2: Yeah, do, do you want to do the Jimmy Timmy uh, the first Jimmy Timmy? <gasps> yeah,
1: so Jimmy basically, Timmy. if our show is called the Jilly Philly Power Hour and it's named after the show, the, the Jimmy
2: Timmy Power Hour,
1: yeah, which is the cl- the crossover of Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron, which was amazing. Also, can we? J- I just want to like Fairly Odd Parents are still putting on out new episodes on YouTube. No, on. There's like Nick. yeah, we are putting I, out new episodes. But still. didn't Butch
2: Hartman leave Nick? That's
1: a good question. I no we'll
2: we'll look this up for next time. But apply wheel changes, and so we're gonna set up the wheel. So look what we have. We have Fosters, we have Smart House, Jimmy Timmy, Emily Osment, Nat Wolf, and Ariana Grande, and it's gonna spin, and we'll figure out what we're doing next week. It's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning. Jimmy Timmy, what a like iconic la- landing though, like yes. for our second episode to be. So we're going to watch the first Jimmy Timmy? Yes. Okay. The first Jimmy Timmy. Um, we'll probably do episodes, if not weekly, bi-weekly. Um, we are college we are, students. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, we're still students. We still have homework to do. We
2: still have lives. But we do, this is something that we're really interested in continuing because we love talking about kids' shows. And like, I
1: love shoving my opinions down people's throats. Yes. It's my hobby.
2: Yeah. So do you want to come on my radio show and like, <laughs> talk about it?
1: Um. But yeah, so... Yes. Tune in yes. next week, and maybe. Do you have any plugs now? for
2: like? I'm gonna try to get this podcast out as soon as possible. But do you have any plugs for like? <laughs> room
1: 717
2: <laughs> Do you want to um, plug that or nah? Nah. Okay. I'll plug my stuff, cause I'm selfish. Mm-hmm. So um, you can listen to Hobby Horsing Around, a show about radio, uh, a radio show, a show about the radio. No, a radio show where we talk to our guests about their three favorite hobbies. Uh, We quiz them on one of them, and then they play their own music. Thursdays at noon this semester with DJ Jen. She's my lovely co-DJ. Be you in the morning a month, three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Listen to Jillian's show.
1: Room 717,
2: Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Sorry, I plugged it. It's just like going off. Um, And follow me on Twitter, Tweets by (laughs) Fleep. And we're going to have a show page, which we have our – well, what should our Twitter handle be? Jilly Philly Power Hour? We'll that might be it too out. long. We'll Something, it out. just look for when I'll put a little like show notes where our Twitter is in show notes for this. Um, yes, subscribe to our podcast, iTunes, Stitcher. It's going to be all there. Uh, thank you to Catherine, who like
1: Audio app- Productions, best person in the world. We've Audio Productions
2: Queen. Um, she approved our podcast. Um, we're going to be coming at you regularly this semester. WTBU Podcast, thank you for hosting us. And check out the Can Possible movie. If you're not going to check out the movie, at least check out the new version of the song. Um, any final thoughts?
1: Make sure you, if you're able to, listen to WTBU yes. at WTBUradio.org. We have um, live content 20 hours a day. Okay, seven days a week. Seven days a week were a lot of fun. Yes, and that's so how many, we met. So many good shows are on WTBU. So yes, sure Buggin' with look.
2: Dane. Um, Room 717 Sunshine, with me. Sunshine Daydream with Jake. Left of the Dial. Be you in the Morning, Hobby Horsing Around, Real Weeb Hours. Do You Know Who like, You Are, Pop Hung. and Rio. All these Wives. Yes, Dap Brass.
1: Anyways, literally anything for anybody. Make sure you go stranger, give it a listen. Stranger
2: Sings, they tell stories based on stuff. Yeah. like That's Queen Catherine's podcast, uh, radio show. Anyway. But yeah, yeah, so check us out, WTBU, radio.org We'll also have our podcast listed there eventually. And subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm Felipe.
1: I'm Jillian, and okay. we'll see you next
2: week. Bye.
1: In danger or trouble, I'm there on the devil You know that you always can call yeah, impossible Possible Yeah, Call yeah, yeah. me, if you wanna reach me When you wanna reach me, it's a. Okay.